0: I've questioned my relationship. (laughs) I'm sure. I've questioned her relationship. I've questioned my parents' relationship. Oh, my gosh. Everyone. Your parents' relationship. Wow. Yeah.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cloud Machine Podcast. My name is Matt Landry, and in this 13th episode, I'm here with Elio.
0: Hi.
1: Throughout this podcast, we discuss Charlotte Lee's origin story, her creation process, why she hates touring, the new music industry, and more. We also play the producer's game. Thanks for listening. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cloud Machine Podcast. For those who are new to the podcast, Cloud Machine is about the music industry and its stakeholders, meaning everybody that works in it, lives it, loves it, and surrounds it. Our goal is to shine a light on roles, people, and realities of the music industry that are often forgotten or taken for granted. Whether you're someone that's uh, dreaming about making, making a move in the industry have some songs recorded and don't know what to do with them, or just a listener that wants to learn more. You're at the right place. This week, I have the immense pleasure of welcoming a dear friend of mine and technically my boss to the <laughs> to the podcast. Um, so normally, I have a bio written out for the guests, but this week we don't have a bio. Uh, Elio is, and so I I, I told um, her
0: undescribable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm a, I'm out of lost for words to be honest. Um, <laughs> no, but. Um, Honestly, I, I, well, I told you that I was going to wing it. Mm. And um, for those who don't know, um, Elio, mm-hmm. Charlotte Lee, mm-hmm. real name, mm-hmm. um, is an artist, mm-hmm. pop star, icon, writer, producer, produces your own stuff, Yeah, put out, put out your first song in, in 2020, during the pandemic.
0: I know, I'm a pandemic baby.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, I also work for you. We've been working together for about two years now.
0: Yeah, for now.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, two years off and on, actually. Oh. We've had some. <laughs> some. Yeah, awesome, awesome. <laughs> But anyway, uh, how are you? I'm good. How are yeah? you? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. wait, I forgot.
0: If you're out on the
1: road. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow, I forgot this whole it's intro situation. Old. Anyway.
0: All you have to do is call my name and I'll be there on the next train.
1: All right. Um, Let's start with the first question I always ask everyone that comes on. Mm -hmm. Um, Your favorite live show is a fan. Do you have one?
0: I do. Um, I would say, this one's so hard for me because I feel like it's really hard to, like, really enjoy a show, like, mindlessly. Right. Um, But, I mean, to no surprise, it's the 1975. But it's actually... um, I mean, the, the one we just saw last year is really good. Yeah. But it's the, uh, I want to say, like, 2017 show for, okay. like, I Like It When You Sleep. Mm. And uh, we went to Montreal. It was, like, four days after I got my appendix out.
1: Yes, yeah, we we spoke about this on the tour.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, I literally, my prerequisite to the doctor before getting my appendix out was, like, can I make this show? Right. And then we went and it was honestly so good. I almost like ripped out my stitches because <laughs> I was like dancing and screaming so much. But I loved it.
1: What was the first? What? Why was it so special compared to like this time around? Or did, had you seen them before?
0: Um, yeah. So I saw them before and it was for like It When You Sleep as well. I never saw their first album live. Right. Because uh, I was like kind of late to the game, not as late as you though. Not so. as late as me, yeah. So.
1: Literally discovered them last year. I
0: know that's Rib. so. Funny. I know, I know. It oh, yeah. makes me trust you a little. I know once. a little less, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. On and off, anyway. <laughs> um,
0: um, but yeah. So I saw them at the Air Canada Center mm-hmm. at the time. Spaceship right. Bank now. Yeah. Um, and it was really good. The one in Montreal though was outside.
1: Okay, Oceaga?
0: No, it was it was like the nineteen seventy five. Okay, like okay, a show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was outside. It was like on the island. I don't. I don't know, know much. Yeah, yeah. But it was on the island thingy. Yes, yeah. Where um, Oceaga is basically. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was there. Okay. And cool. uh, I love. I'm a sucker for outdoor shows. I think all my favorite shows have been outdoor shows. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not a big festival girl. No, no, what but about I love uh, like like Budweiser, yeah, love going there, um the Greek l- in l a yeah,
1: I haven't been I love it primavera
0: primavera, I mean that's a whole other festival thing. it it is a festival, but we did take we didn't experience it festival style. So no, I think it's a bit different
1: no, it's crazy, <laughs> um do you have a favorite show that you've done yourself?
0: Um, yeah, I love the one we just did in New York. That was really fun. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, it's really hard for me to like, like appreciate things when I'm doing it. And I think for that show, I really like was saying to myself on stage, like, you should appreciate this right now because I usually don't. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that one was really fun. Um, and then. When we did d c with Charlie, and I went out and we did Childhood together that was really that was really fun crazy,
1: okay well, let's move on to the second question. Um, we are going into more of like the music business thing i normally I normally quote Erica Badu, which is um, music and music business are two different things, mm-hmm. but basically the question is just to ask you what where you're at with the music business stuff, where are you at with the balance of like the art versus the business side. Right. Um, do you find that there's a balance? Do you care about one more than the other? Um, um where are you at?
0: I, I'm like a big half and halfer. I hey. like, I think the music business part of it or like the stuff other than just making the music is debatably more important than the music itself. Yeah. At times. Um, um, I think like there's I think the the combination of artists having to like be like musicians and songwriters and producers but also business people mm-hmm. is what like really stumps a lot of artists yeah, yeah, and totally. I think that's like like kind of your make or break. Like if you can't be a good business person, you're likely not going to be a successful artist in yeah, my eyes. Sure. Um so I think I think it's definitely super important, Mm -hmm. and I think that like I don't know. I I feel like not a lot of people realize that when they like want to become artists, that it's so so much more than like just writing a song and putting it out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's planning the artwork. It's kind of being like a director. It's um you know, sitting down and having boring-ass, like, <laughs> accountant meetings yeah. or...
1: Doing podcasts.
0: Live f- ...like talking to your drummer <laughs> on a podcast. Like, it's just, uh. like... It honestly is, like, it's so much stuff. And it's, like, networking and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. being a boss sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's... Oh, trust me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've told this one off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, But, yeah, I think that, like, music business is debatably more important than being a talented musician and a talented writer and a talented producer. And I think there's so many artists that aren't necessarily the best writers or the best singers or whatever, but are incredible networkers and like incredible businesswomen or businessmen. Like Mm. that is like in itself like totally Acceptable and important in my
1: eyes. Yeah, and get their Samsung phone deals and stuff like that, and Absolutely. like all that. stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <yeah>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. What are the What are the, some of the like the challenges that you you faced like earlier on? Uh, I mean, you say that business is almost more important, or is more important than mm-hmm. than some of the, the art side of things. Like, yeah. what are some of the things that you kind of learned early on where it was like, oh, like holy shit, I didn't even know that was like a thing that I need to handle.
0: Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to lie, for, like, the first couple of years, because I was, like, made and and started making music in the pandemic, like, Mm -hmm. I didn't really start experiencing it for a while. I definitely had, like, business things. Um, But I would say, like, last year and then this year is when I'm really, like, okay, I, like, I have to tell, like, people what their jobs are, and I have to manage my money, and I have to like invest it wisely and I have to make sure like, you know, people that I'm hiring are like comfortable and being seen and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, where like I wasn't really in the pandemic I was writing music. I had my like A and R at my distro and then I had my managers and that was pretty much it. I didn't even have an agent because right. no one was doing shows. Um so like yeah I think i I really enjoy it i <laughs> yeah,
1: you love your job
0: I really do I think i i don't know what I don't know where I would be like mentally if I couldn't do this as a job because it's so many different things, and I feel like i I get really bored doing one thing, like yeah. even when I'm in you know writing mode i just I get sick of writing you know yeah, I yeah. could never just be a songwriter um and so yeah, I really love it. I think it's super important. I love that I can kind of do different things and, um, like, learn. I knew none of this, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah right. Like, w- I wasn't a businesswoman at 21. I was just writing my stupid songs, you know? Sure. And so, like, learning how, you know, publishing works or, like, masters or, like, you know, like, what is right to, like pay someone with splits and and all that kind of stuff Um, has been a learning curve, but it's been really fun in my experience.
1: Do you think now artists need to be more business savvy than ever before?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I more so have to because I'm independent. Yeah. So there's a lot more that's, like, outsourced, Mm -hmm. whereas, like, I think a lot of it if you're signed to a label, you are kind of, like, you're able to take more of a backseat on certain things. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like, like we do all the budgeting for things, like, like Twiggy and Sam and me, like, we sit down and we, you know, decide where we want to spend money and where is wise to spend, you know, that amount of money because we have, like, the amount of money that we make that year is the amount of money we have for the year and, like, for yeah. making an album, for touring, and for... All that stuff. So, um, I do think it's an important thing if you're like not signed to a label. But I also think if you're signing to a label, you have to be s- so smart in a whole other way. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's it's such a it's such a tricky thing to navigate in its own world.
1: Yeah. Do you think it's important now to be signed? No. 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 Yeah. There's so, there's so many new ways now to to have that backing, Me, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I I was incredibly lucky because I started making music in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I wasn't touring. I didn't have to tour. I didn't have to play shows. Yeah. Um, people, I think, had a lot lower of a standard of what like quality is. Sure. So yeah, I was, oh, yeah. I was able to do a DIY because most yeah. people were doing a DIY. But I'd been doing a DIY for, you know, a while, so it, like, looked a little bit maybe more effortless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, like, I definitely had a better opportunity to, like, be able to, like, make money off of streaming because I didn't have to pay for a lot when I was first starting out, you know? Um, Because
1: you weren't on the road.
0: Yeah, because I wasn't on the road. Because people, I think, expected less out of music videos and artwork. We didn't have to spend a bunch of money, you know. Sure. Like I could just film something on my iPhone in my room, and people would go, "Yeah." Well, nobody can leave, so yeah, yeah. That's interesting.
1: I've um, never, I've never heard that perspective, and I think that's really cool. Do you think? Do you think that it's slowly like that? Do you think fans are getting more, like, smarter as the pandemic sort of? dissipates like do are they expecting more now or is that your image and your kind of way of doing so if you stray from that mm. are they going to leave as well or is it sort of like
0: no i think that like i think people love growing with an artist yeah. so i think if you're i think if you're starting out like people really don't mind the diy ness sure. of everything
1: yeah
0: yeah um i think naturally as like i become more like stable as an artist and like can do more things like my you know my budget is going to grow my like concepts maybe are going to grow yeah yeah. I just have more flexibility now to do things Mm -hmm. um but I think generally people are pretty understanding and they love to like support smaller artists that maybe can't you know yeah afford to hire a creative director, a director, a mm-hmm. producer, uh, you know,
1: and like you said, they're growing with you. Yeah. So like if you know if the project grows and they're able to support it from the DIYness to yeah that arena show or whatever whatever your your kind of your plateau is, mm-hmm. um, I mean oh, they're totally. gonna be uh, they're gonna be following you. Yeah. Throughout anyway, uh, topic one uh, is well we uh, I mean we've been talking for a bit but um, your origin story you grew up in the UK I did. Wales girly?
0: Not very not very long. I moved No, to, yeah. I moved to Canada when I was eight. Yeah. Yeah, I was born born and raised in Wales. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How like what do what do you remember of your life there? Do you remember much?
0: No, I well, I remember a good amount. Yeah. But I'm kind of a classic, like, I don't remember very much. Yeah. I don't I honestly don't. I think like once like the three-year mark hits. I start to forget a lot of things. Like, like for I, anything. For a, like Favorite like anything. four years ago in my life, yeah. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of blurry on it now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I definitely remember things. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know if I like like I I'm definitely not the person that like. Like remembers like what color their bed sheets were when they were three years old, you know. Right, right. right. Which I feel like you are. No, actually, I'm
1: pretty bad at at memory and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, I'm not the greatest. Interesting. No, I got even like a lot of people are like, remember this? I'm like, no, like not really. And it's crazy because like my parents, and especially my dad, are big like archivers Yeah. Like he likes to like keep photos and they keep like receipts and like keep like uh, he's a big like ticket guy so whenever we we go see like shows or whatever concerts he like keeps these tickets and Mm he keeps them in 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 like this like a portfolio situation
0: right
1: but they're like big like memory people and i'm a big memory person like i love memories i just don't remember them
0: right
1: (laughs) and like especially like early on pandemic like no idea yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all a blur. Yeah, I like, literally, yeah.
0: my mom always said she could have just, like, kept me in a box. <laughs> yeah, You right. know? Like, yeah. I just. Well, maybe she did. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sarah, mom. we're all to you. Um, but, yeah, I I don't remember that you much, don't remember? to be
1: honest. Did you ever have, like, people in the music scene? Sorry, family in the music scene. Like, are there any, like, for me, if my dad's a musician. Right. My mom's, like, super into that scene. Uh-huh. Do you have anybody like that in your family that was, like. Yeah. In the scene or just making music?
0: Depends, like, what the scene is. Well, not is. the scene, but, like...
1: But <laughs> like, yeah. in,
0: uh, like, Doing pop music? music? No. <laughs> like, but my my grandpa, um, like, where my grandparents live in Wales, like, my grandpa, like, kind of, like, runs, like, a choir there and, like, yeah. puts on an opera. He's in the scene. He is in <laughs> the scene. Yeah. He is the scene, actually. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, I mean like I definitely like grew up with a lot of music. Like my dad used to play like trumpet and my brother Yeah, I know how I the trumpet. Eh? Okay. Um, we we'll have to talk to him about that. <laughs> um and like my brother's would play music, Ben obviously. Yes, right? Yeah. Um my like, closest brother is a uh, closest brother in age not emotional. <laughs> <laughs> They're all equal to me. Um, anyway. But Ben,
1: ben or, orchestrator, ranger. But Ben
0: is, yeah, he, like, crazy. scores things. He's been incredible music since he was born, so.
1: L.A. and 2 orchestral?
0: L.A. and 2 orchestral. For those who
1: know, they know.
0: Ben J. Lee on the track. <laughs> he was cooking. Yeah.
1: Let him cook. Let
0: him cook. Bruh.
1: Let him cook. <laughs> Let him Tim cook. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. so like you had you had people. It was definitely
0: had people, but it wasn't like pop music. Like it was all
1: it was <laughs> yeah. all actually, classical. Actually, it wasn't any pop music. No, literally
0: yeah. no pop music.
1: <laughs> what were what were then like your like? Uh, was like British music a big thing for you? Like what were your like early influences?
0: Yeah, my oldest. Except Charlie b- <laughs> XCX. Yeah, 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 big Charlie XCX was um, <laughs> old. My eldest brother would listen to like a lot of like Oasis and, like oh, yeah. Arctic monkeys. Oh. Like old Arctic monkeys. Um
1: Yeah, not uh, Mirrorball Arctic monkeys. No, no, I
0: don't know. No. Um so yeah, like a good few, like nineties yeah. like British bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, there was like some there was some like British music uh that I think definitely um like contributed. Like, I feel like Oasis definitely, like, imprinted in my brain somewhere yeah, yeah. in there, you know? Huge band. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of them.
1: Honestly, no. Really great I, song, Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really only listen to the Beatles. Oh. Um, yeah. Do you believe you're part of the new British Invasion? No. No, <laughs> Okay. That was just one of my questions out of my notes. I don't believe... I, <laughs> what, I don't is the
0: Brit- what is the new British I don't know. Who's I, part of it? I don't it? know. I, Can I, I join? I
1: was just thinking about...
0: Am I was, British enough?
1: I don't think so. I don't know. Are you... Are, yeah, do you believe you're part of the new whales? Um,
0: yeah, big invasion? whale scene coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah,
1: big whales. Yeah. yeah. Sounds and stuff too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nemo really took a... Really spiked up the uh, the the whale sound. Yeah, Dory's. Dory's Yeah, Dory. Yeah, Yeah, Ellen canceled.
0: Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: Um, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) chaotic episode. Um. (laughs) But then you got y'all came to Canada, right?
0: Um. Yeah. 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 We came to Canada when I was like eight, nine ish. Yeah. Um. And
1: just to get out.
0: Just, just to leave. Was the scene
1: becoming too much? Yeah,
0: my grandpa was too famous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Judy, like everyone. Oh man. You know, my grandma Judy. Yeah, Yeah. we love her. We were obsessed. (laughs) We
1: really are obsessed.
0: Um, but (laughs) yeah, no, my mom like always wanted to move to Canada. We moved like a lot when I was a kid. Even Mm -hmm. when we moved to Canada, we moved to like a bunch of different places. Yeah. Well, a bunch of different houses. Not very many places. But
1: Oakville, um, Burlington situation. Yeah. Sudbury. Yeah,
0: yeah, not quite. No, 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 not there yet. Yet. And working yeah. our way up. <laughs> yeah. Working on our
1: our way up, yeah. Um,
0: um but yeah, no, she just wanted to move. She always wanted to like live in Canada, which is mm-hmm. really interesting. And totally. we came on vacation here I like, think the year before we moved or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's just a little bit it's it's a bit of a different lifestyle. I think like she was a little nervous nervous with us like growing up in the UK. Um just because of like, I don't know, like club culture and drugs and all that stuff. Sure. And I think like when we came to Canada on vacation, she was just like, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air for her to like see like teenagers being kids, which I don't think is super common in the UK anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. She just wanted, you know, opportunities and, and stuff for us mm-hmm. that were maybe just like a little bit different.
1: And um, the music started for you more in high school, right?
0: Yeah, I, like, I definitely was always singing um, mm-hmm. and, like, trying to write songs. Yeah, sure. Um, But I, yeah, I didn't really start, like, actually thinking about doing music until I was, like, 15.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then in my notes here, I have Greywater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
0: high school band. Yeah, Yeah. the high
1: school band. I, I don't want to spend too much time on Greywater. Oh, you don't? Well, one of my favorite <laughs> bands of all time. Uh, but uh, basically, so that started in high school, and then you eventually like w- more like shoegazy alternative vibe, mm-hmm. and then and then you started Elio. Was it like something like? Do you do you think it was kind of a pushback to do like like more like alternative shoegazy stuff? Yeah, and then more like being like, fuck that scene," yeah. and then being like, "Here are yeah. my pop songs."
0: I definitely like. It's hard for me to, like, regret it because I definitely do think it's helped in some ways. Yeah. Like, when I was starting, um, like, to write pop music, I already knew kind of generally how to, like, work a DAW and, like, work you know, yeah, logic sure. and all that stuff because yeah. I'd been in a band and we would record and go to studios and stuff like that. So yeah. it's hard for me to, like, regret it, although I do uh, – a little bit.
1: <laughs> for multiple um, reasons?
0: For multiple reasons. Yeah, sure. Um, I just like, yeah, it, it definitely gave me a lot of experience. We played a lot of dive bars yeah. and we really, we, I don't know, we played live a bunch, you know, which I think especially coming out of the pandemic as an artist and like playing my first show, which was opening for Chase. Yeah, 1,300 Toronto. people. Yeah. So two nights like, in a row. Yeah, I think like it definitely like, helped and mm-hmm. like I already kind of knew what I was doing
1: um shout out to the casbah in Hamilton
0: yeah you know playing the five yes. people a night.
1: five people a night yeah <laughs> Thursdays yeah. yeah open mic night Please Every, go. everyone's ahead. done it, everyone's yeah. done <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay but then you went into Elio yeah um what's wh- like what are I mean I was I was just about to ask you about your memories or what you what you remember fondly about like the first days compared to now mm. like do you do you have like any of Like it's it's sort of cliche to say like oh what would you say like to your the the artist that sort of began like Mm, then now I mean it hasn't been that much that that long like maybe three four years
0: yeah it's been three
1: years three years yes way, congrats on that three years happy birthday Melio. thank you um but yeah like like just comparing like then and now
0: yeah I mean. I definitely, hmm, I'm trying to think, what I'm trying to put myself in my shoes back then. I think, like, I I took everything really seriously, I think. Mm. And I definitely would not do that now. I think, like, I don't know, like, my first EP and my first single, like, I felt like I really had to say something important. And I couldn't really have fun with it. Which I feel like just didn't i don't know it didn't allow me to like do a lot of things that i think maybe now i couldn't get away with as much but like back then i could just like you know screw around and like release it and have sure. fun with it yeah 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 um yeah
1: do you, do you feel like you're you have a lot of pressure now um, compared to then like is it like a comparative a comparing thing
0: yeah, I definitely had like less to go off of. I think now I, I definitely have to remind myself that like I don't have to like make the same songs that are doing well. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, like, sure, yeah. I, I, I feel like not that I get like stuck on that. I just think that like sometimes I go, especially because I mean, two of my biggest songs are completely different. You know, mm-hmm. one is Charger and one's L.A.R.O. Yeah. So it's like, I think now I feel like a bit of pressure to like pick a lane. Sure. Um, Which I'm trying not to do. Um, But I think just like, yeah, I think you, music is just, you should have fun with it no matter what. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I think I took it a little bit too seriously at first when I could have just like maybe goofed off a little bit more. Yeah. Um,
1: when you say you're not trying to pick a lane, is it you're trying to do both or is it you're trying to just – do your own sound mixing that charger stuff with that LEO stuff and kind of doing that or just not necessarily caring about the genre and putting out music that you want. Yeah. Just Cause you want to do it.
0: Yeah. I think not, not necessarily caring what the, it sounds like as long as I like it, yeah, is like a really big thing for me. And I think like, I mean, it's definitely becoming more acceptable. Mm-hmm. I feel like you don't need an album. That's just all one sound anymore. Yeah. Um, but it is hard to make it all work as one cohesive thing. Yes, yeah. Um, so I think just trying to, like, create something that's, like, very much me but also very much, like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's um, yeah. a great transition into topic two, um, which is the creation process. Uh, how would you d- describe your creation process? Big question.
0: Hmm, like writing music and producing or the whole thing?
1: No, yeah, I guess not necessarily the whole thing. I I, I feel I, where I'm coming at with this question is that, like, how does yours differ from others, I guess, in a way? Where it's like mm. now I find that it's not just like you have a song on paper and you go to the studio and you produce it, you leave the studio, somebody mixes, master it, and then it's on a record. Right. It's not necessarily like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um how does your process differ from yeah other artists or even like how people were doing it like five to ten years ago,
0: right? I feel like i feel like I have different like processes for different songs, yeah, because some songs are very much I write it on my little guitar and then I bring it to a producer, and mm-hmm. we like like produce it out together, yeah, and then some are me sitting in a room with know five other people sometimes um and like co-writing um and me not producing the song whatsoever like sometimes it's just very much like there's a producer in the room he does the song from start to finish i'm there with a few other writers and like that's the song and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just me yeah so i feel like the process is different for different songs yeah um but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah,
1: I also like uh, wanted to speak about specifically the thing where, to me, a couple years ago when we met, I was sort of mind blown by this fad, this this um I guess this this thing that happens now where just people go together to, in one place and then just write a batch of songs, right? Like like writers just like come together like your Big Bear kind of like a trip. camp. Like a camp. Right. I, I had never, I had heard about that to like record an album or whatever. But right. from, my, from where I'm coming from in my like bag, industry, whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of people just write songs and then they'd form a band and then go to a chalet like Bon Iver or whatever and then f- just like record the record. Right. But now people are getting together. Yeah. And people want to be in those song in those writing camps as well, right? It's like sort of like a, that's sort of what you should do now i, I feel i feel like that's what like yeah a lot of people are doing and that's they're getting a lot of success from that in pop music specifically
0: yeah i think it depends depends on the artist because there can be songwriting camps just for songwriters and the artist isn't even there they're just writing for a specific artist right you know and pitching yeah. the song um for the big bear one that i did mm-hmm. um for inferno it was me and then like people that i really enjoyed working with and that was it Sure. Um, and I think, I don't know, it's just nice. I, I, and I think, like, the the more I go to L.A. and I do, like, the different day, different producer. Yes, yeah. The more I don't want to do that anymore. Right, right, right. Um, so I think, like, camps are a really great space to kind of, like, um gather all your, like, most trusted collaborators mm-hmm. and just, like, make cool things no pressure because you have five days to do it you sure. know yeah, yeah yeah whereas I feel like when you're doing the okay well we have one day today I've just met you I have to sit down I have to tell you about my relationship and now <laughs> we're gonna write a song about it sure. you know sure, it gets yeah, like yeah. a little bit whereas like now I can just kind of like be like hey Emily you want to go to a writing camp in Big Bear and she would be like yeah and then we sit down and I go she goes oh we should totally write about the fight that you, like, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's so much easier because, like, you guys already know each other. Or if somebody new is coming, like, it just feels like more of a family environment. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it definitely depends on the artist uh, because sometimes it is just songwriters gathering in a room to Mm -hmm. write a song for somebody that's not there.
1: Yeah.
0: It's still fun, but in a different way.
1: How was it, like, comparing, like, to your experience with, like, a band situation with Greywater mm. or all of your of, of your music experience before that? Was there anything that was, like, uh, was challenging you at first or that you were, like, surprised, like, at the beginning of just, like, writing your first EP? Yeah. Uh, wh- was it, like, ho- like wh- what am I, like, I'm alone um, now kind of thing? Or was it, like...
0: No, I mean, honestly, the opposite, because in Greywater, um, I was pretty much writing stuff either alone or i was writing to like guitar tracks that my guitarist had given me sure you know so like i wasn't really collaborating and i like i think i went into pop music a little naive and a little bit pretentious sure because i was like oh, i'm not going to collaborate like that's for that's for artists that don't write their own songs you sure, know yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> all that stuff and like i really i did have a like a problem honestly in in everything like from artwork to music videos to writing to producing on just like letting go and like hiring people that you really trust to like you know help yeah um and yeah so I like started like co-writes and stuff like that with like a a really big chip on my shoulder being like uh like why would I I feel like this song doesn't mean anything because I have to write it with a stranger that I've just met so. Um, but the more you get used to it, the more it's easy to just walk in a room and be confident mm-hmm. and either go in and lay it all down and be like, this is an idea I have, or be like, I actually don't, I don't like this <laughs> session. I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is, is something that I've learned super recently. Right, that takes right. a while <laughs> right, right. because sometimes right. you sit there for hours yeah. and just go, mm mm-hmm. yeah. This is great. A
1: little too long, and then the like, producer cries, and um, then like there's and then yeah. You
0: have to write a songbook. Yeah, it.
1: yeah, and you write to the songbook. Yeah. Anyway, check out read uh, Ellie's Inferno. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you change anything about your, your creative process now? Pause on that on that top on that question, because you're sort of going through it right now with this new record.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are there things that have changed and you like it, kind of thing, or like? Would you change anything about your process n- that you're doing now?
0: Um, huh. I, huh. I'm trying to think about the songs that I'm writing right now and how they were. I honestly feel like writing for the album has been so easy that it's almost scary. Mm. Um, I think like
1: almost too easy kind of thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I think, like, especially for, like, debut album vibes, like, there's a lot of pressure to that. Yeah. You know? Like, um, like, what am I going to say? How do I say it? And I think, like, I don't know. Maybe I've just had, like, so much time to sit on it because, like, three years to release a debut album is actually insane. Like, right. Like, it, it is such a long time, you know? um, So maybe I've just, like, had... A, like long amount of time to think about what I want to say. But no, I don't know. It's been really, really easy. I think I, there wasn't too many sessions that were with new people. Yeah. Um, all of them I've kind of written with people I'm already super comfortable with mm-hmm. and I already know I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the people that were new, we like really curated Yeah, which I think is important. And I think that's something that like as an artist or as a songwriter really comes with just like time. Yeah, Obviously I'm not going to be picky if I'm year one of collaborating with people and and being an artist, but I think now I can kind of, you know, I'm kind of at a point where I am allowed to be a little bit picky with who I can get in a room with, and it's so much easier. It's so (laughs) much less mentally draining because like – Getting into a session with someone that, like, you don't know. Yeah, again, and you, yeah. And are also starting out, because usually that's, led, like, you work on your level. So, like, if you're a new artist, you're probably working with a new producer or a new writer. Yeah. Um, So, like, going in and, like, having 80% of those sessions be a little bit ass, like, is, <laughs> is really... <Bruh. laughs> Yeah, no, it, I get that. It really yeah. makes you feel shitty because then yeah. you start to be like, oh, well, is it me as a writer or mm-hmm. will I ever find people who uh, <laughs> I can write well with? It's just like it does suck. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's a big reason why it's been really easy is just I have I know who I work really well with. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Do you have any advice for, like, those new artists, those new producers that are kind of coming up?
0: Yeah, Um. I would say, uh, mm, I would say like be less opinionated, maybe. Okay. I think I went into a lot of rooms like really opinionated and really like set on what I like. What you wanted, basically. Yeah, but in a way that like, like a co writer or a producer would do something, and I'd be like, "No, that's way too like this. Like, I can't, I can't do that." Sure um and then i think over time like some of my favorite songs that i've released have been ones that like i would just like never have done and like i finally learned to kind of like sit back and like trust that you know it is a cool vibe and to not just like write it off and be like oh well, i think you know Mm -hmm. what i'm doing already is good so
1: do you feel like it's important to like your old songs I ask you because you just mentioned like not necessarily being 100% down with what's happening in the room right. at that time. Yeah. But now like with some uh, with some space between Yeah, like,
0: Well, I think there is a difference between going with something that doesn't feel like you would sing it and you feel uncomfortable singing right. it and going with something that maybe is just a little bit different. Yeah, it's
1: challenging you or something. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: I, think, <laughs> I think it's important to – uh, appreciate your old songs yeah. and like recognize that you were working with what you had. Mm-hmm. Um I I mean I definitely I like I like some of my old songs. <laughs> I mean depending which ones. Like I don't like the, yeah. the ones that I wrote when I was 16. But not
1: performing them live
0: no here's the thing I get bored of songs yeah. really yeah. easily. Yeah. So like I I just like, I don't know, playing old songs is just, uh, they don't represent me anymore, I don't feel them, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. So it's like hard to sing night after night.
1: Yeah, and specifically when, if with g- going into topic three, which is, hey, you want a tour slash travel? No. Um, <laughs> is, um, <laughs> is like also like when we're, do- when we're doing live stuff, mm. you're also trying to like um, tell a different story every time. Like that, this this like this fan is seeing you. So right, like let's say like from last year's stuff, like the Read the Room tour, mm-hmm. we don't want to necessarily be, be telling the story in, in the same way every time. Right. So we got to like x out these older songs that you don't feel like fit. that they that they fit or yeah. that they don't even speak to you anymore.
0: Totally, and, and you and have to sing those songs with passion, like you're singing them for the first time, right, every time. Yeah. So if if I'm singing like. I just want my friends online to be around me when I die. Like, that doesn't, I I don't, you know, I'm not, I do not yeah i am not i do not think that anymore. I don't feel that, I mean, maybe parts of it, but I don't, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like me enough to, like, get out there and, like, convincingly sing it and, like, have fun with it and Mm -hmm. all that stuff.
1: Do you you feel like there's a way to, (laughs) I don't even know how to ask this, but for those fans who are like, oh, let me hear, like, this very obscure song from your first EP. Right. And this is not necessarily just for you, like specific to your songs, but for any artist mm-hmm. is how do you, how would you even like address fans that want to hear this, this really obscure song from your first EP? Like, do you eventually like release a, like a 10th anniversary thing? Like or is it like just like totally. you just sort of like let it die in I mean, a way? Like,
0: like kind of though. Yeah. Like like let it, not
1: only let it let it die, but just let it live how it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like I I get it. I get it. I wanna hear I wanna hear Taylor Swift sing Picture to Burn, you know? Sure, sure. I want wow. that for yeah. me. <laughs> okay. But will I ever get it? Probably not, right. you know? And the fact that she's even doing the Aero's tour Aero's is like story. crazy as a fan yeah. because mm-hmm. like that's like that's, like, unheard of, you yeah. know? Um, but, yeah, you kind of just have to let it, like, unfortunately, like, it had its moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gone. And you, if you weren't there when I was singing it, like... yeah, I'm You're sp- lost, buddy. Sorry. Rip. You should have been on the train <laughs> faster. Rip. Uh,
1: Rip. Come to the show. <laughs> Rip. Come to the show. I was going to plug the, the, uh, the, the Friday show, but uh, this is coming out next week. So. Oh.
0: Um
1: get your tickets now for last week's show.
0: Yeah, it was so fun. It was sick. Oh.
1: Um <laughs> recent Inferno tour here. Highlights of your recent Inferno tour, Charlotte.
0: Um mm, definitely shitting myself in the Boston washroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That will be an Instagram reel. Uh. Um, that, the, 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 the last 45 seconds of this podcast, actually.
0: Yeah, Boston, if you're hearing this, I had unbelievable diarrhea before I got on stage. <laughs> you know what? People need Honestly, to know. people
1: need to know. This is the behind-the-scenes look. At I the love intro. my favorite part about <laughs> being brain. an artist.
0: I love my brain. Um, no, my favorite part about being an artist is like, like... Mainly, I think mainly, f- like, family and, like, people who you know and have grown up with. But also some fans, they're like, wow, so incredible. Like, you get to travel and see the world. and <laughs> That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. And, and you're singing in front of all these people every mm, night. Yeah. And you wear these, these clothes. These and, jerseys and, and stuff. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm, like, pulled over in a gas station, uh. like, trying to get soap out of the, like, you know, dingiest soap dispenser of all time. Like... I just think I think people should know it's yeah. not glamorous. Even uh, even bus tours, they're not glamorous. Yeah. It's not a fun time. Yeah. It sucks.
1: This podcast is all about pulling back the curtain, literally,
0: seriously, on some
1: stuff. Yeah. So highlights, but I'm also asking you about the lowlights. So the, also but, a
0: lowlight. But but the
1: <laughs> so the Boston thing is a little bit of both. Um, it's the relief of is the highlight. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what, actually? I think it was an important one because that's that's a really big fear of mine. And I've always thought this about, because we only play for like an hour and a bit, Yeah, you know? And I've always thought this about like artists who go on and play for like two, two and a half yeah, hours. Taylor. Three hours. Yeah. Like, girl, what if you're sick? You know? Yeah. And so like, I think it was kind of a big one.
1: <laughs> She's like diving in straight to the <laughs> washroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, very tough.
0: It was kind of a, it was kind of a, a milestone for me. I'm not gonna lie because that <laughs> that has been a really big fear of mine since we started touring. Is like, oh my god, like what if I have to throw up or something?
1: Right. Um, but you just prove to yourself that you won't feel like that on stage. Is that what you're what you're telling us? Yeah. Bro? It's yeah. it's
0: kind of crazy. Like you get on stage and like you're instantly like, okay, well I have to do this. So
1: yeah.
0: And then you kind of forget about it. Like second song comes by and you're like, yeah. oh. I'm fine.
1: By Jackie Onassis, we're fine. By Jackie
0: Onassis, it's smooth sailing. <laughs> uh,
1: she would be proud. Um, <laughs> a- any other highlights?
0: <laughs> um, mm. We can
1: move on, too. But.
0: um, had a really good time in the New York green room.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Obviously, the shows. I love the shows. Yeah. Meeting people at the merch, merch table, that's mm. been a really... Fun one, especially on this tour, because I feel like I've had it in my mind, like, the next tour, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. Yeah. So, I think, like, I was really, um, like, enjoying, like, being able to go there and, like, meet a bunch of fans every night. And, yeah. like, actually get to know people. It was really sick. I fucking love it. I love, like, seeing who's listening to my music.
1: Yes. And you're also getting, like, a bunch of different age gaps. It's Or, so like, age, like...
0: So crazy! <laughs> it's like actually unhinged. Like sometimes there's twelve year olds, sometimes there's sixty year old men. Yeah. Um.
1: West Coast.
0: I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, what resonates with you? I'm like, actually, really interested. Yeah. Maybe in they're that. friends
1: online. You <laughs> know, maybe they're pandemic. They yeah. really felt the the mm,
0: big Facebook song.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah.
0: My friends on Facebook.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's
1: MySpace. MySpace Online?
0: MySpace <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Online. Um, why do you hate touring? <laughs> and I will preface this by saying we always joke about how you don't like traveling. Yeah. Yeah. This is specific to traveling.
0: Yeah. No. Being the, in a van, it's sometimes eddy-
1: like 12 hours a day.
0: It's all of it. Like Because yeah. we've, we've done the bus, we've done the van, we've done the flying. It's yeah. all of it. I hate it all. Yeah. I hate it all. There's not a way for me to do it comfortably, and like, I mean, it's beyond touring. I travel all the time. You know, is it
1: different? No. When you're no, it's not different. It's every time you're like every time you I just hate don't it. like traveling.
0: I, I hate it. Yeah. It sucks. It it just makes me so anxious. Um. But L-
1: let me ask you this then: What would be like your ideal tour? Like what would be like the ideal situation? A residency. <laughs> hey, all right. Well, you hear that, Scotia Bank Center?
0: <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> if I could just teleport yeah, to every show, yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah, it'd be amazing if scientists could get on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty three guys.
0: Twenty twenty three guys. Waiting. Why aren't we teleporting? Yes. Mm-hmm. No.
1: no. no. <laughs> Why aren't we doing this yet?
0: Um no dream I mean like dream situation I don't know like I would I would have my own bus and like my like mom would be driving or something like that I don't Sarah. know like Sarah would be driving or Judy or something Judy
1: Yeah No she's in the back
0: <laughs> She's on your bus <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, 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 for those hearing this Judy and I have a very uh, specific relationship yeah Uh, well just not a specific just a special relationship yeah if you are hearing this Judy and I know you are (laughs) I miss you very much (laughs) our conversations in Spain were great
0: oh my god big Madrid moment yeah big Madrid
1: yeah yeah
0: Uh, yeah yeah yeah. I don't know I think honestly though like touring with you guys has been great I think if I wasn't touring with people that I was, like, totally comfortable with. It would be horrendous. Mm. I think I would be ten times worse. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, pat yourself on your back for a job well done. Uh. It's
1: fun. It's fine.
0: We we have a good time with it, you know? Yeah, what? We, know I mean, we, we, oh, we We really do. We have a good time.
1: Uh, Love is Blind. Maybe yeah. a Love is Blind sponsorship next time. We do every city. We do a stop. Yeah. I don't know. Pick somebody up. I don't know. I don't even know how, <laughs> uh, not like that, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, how do you
0: want to talk I'm
1: <laughs> no, telling Marina, no, 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 not like that, <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I don't know how they would sponsor the tour, but,
0: uh, right, maybe, like, yeah, that's, like, kind of impossible, it's kind of an impossible situation, there's,
1: like, a showing every tour or something, mm,
0: maybe, every like, show. the opener is the cast of Love is Blind, whoa,
1: a and a that's kind of crazy, I would
0: tear that shit up, that's
1: kind of crazy, they would definitely have better logistic, like, uh, like a traveling situations. us. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So, dream touring, Love is Blind, yeah. opening.
0: Love is Blind opening.
1: <laughs> do you, no, but do you have like a like transport, like transportation? Like, what would like your own uh, bus would be great. Yeah. You have your dogs.
0: Oh, that would be so nice. Like, if I families
1: could, like, with you, mics, all the... Uh, there, all the time, or whatever, or yeah.
0: Just like my apartment on a bus, <laughs> would
1: yeah. Katie Matthijs are upstairs, yeah.
0: Katie Matthijs are upstairs. <laughs> yeah. There's a studio, yeah. Um, yeah. there's a bathtub, Jimmy's
1: coffee in, Yo, in, the, my, in the bus, my Jimmy's
0: baristas, just <laughs> yeah. like right there <laughs> yeah. pulling an oat milk latte. Um, that would be pretty nice, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys can like come on, like, when, yeah, yeah, when I'm we're, feeling it. we're
1: basically yeah, yeah. just right, like, we're driving in Nate's <laughs> car. Basically, that's what's happening. <laughs> and we are back at the Cloud Machine podcast. It is uh episode 13, by the way. Kind of a spooky, spooky number for you,
0: Taylor Swift's number
1: <laughs> is it actually? Yeah, oh my gosh. Woo. Well, it was meant to be, it was, it was meant to be.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you mentioned her now. We before we, we started shooting, uh, or starting to. Press a cord on all these devices.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We were talking about the scandal, Joe and Taylor. Yeah. I know it was not in these notes here, but devastating
0: news. Yeah.
1: You know, how have you been feeling the past like two or three days?
0: It's been tough. I've questioned my relationship. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm I've sure. questioned her relationship. I've Jeez. questioned my parents' relationship. Oh my gosh. Everyone. Your parents' relationship. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's a deep cut. It's tough.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> a tough one. Um,
1: yeah, do you think do you think the industry is gonna crumble?
0: I no, she's because better than ever. Yeah, you know? is she?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Who the fuck is Joe? By the way, yeah. Who is this guy?
0: Never met him. <laughs>
1: Never met him. It's true. I don't know what I'm doing with my mic. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, one of our last topics is just general music industry stuff. We're back here with a thirteenth um, episode of the Climbership Podcast with Elio. Charlotte, Lee. Hi. Everybody. All right. Yes. Um, (laughs) Do you think it's important to have a team around you now?
0: No, I hate my team. (laughs) I'm kidding. Sorry, Sam and Twiggy. Um, Yes, I think it's so important. I think I wouldn't be able to do anything if Mm. I didn't have specifically my managers, but beyond that, literally everybody, everybody that I hire. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have a live show without even Yeah. No. you know, mm. like, I think it's so important. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I've done everything myself. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've, I've experienced that and it sucks mm. and you can't, you can't do everything to the best of your ability, you know? Mm. So I think having a team is so important and they keep you on track and Um, it's also just nice, I think, as a solo artist to have people to share things with. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like a lot of being a solo artist can be, like, really lonely. Um, so it's nice to have, like, a team to, like, celebrate with when things are great. totally. And also just wallow with when things maybe aren't (laughs) so great. (laughs) Um, so, yeah.
1: Are there specific team members, um, just- Rate
0: your (laughs) team members- From one to ten. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah. Tweet your Sam. No. uh, (laughs) No. Just like any roles. And not necessarily just management. But just like overall. Like artist camp wise. Like some roles. That are somewhat undervalued. Or like. Mm. Like. Some roles that were like. Holy shit. Like I didn't know I needed this. Also because. That's sort of the goal of this podcast. Is also to shine a light on others.
0: Right.
1: Uh, Others that are. Don't necessarily have the mic on stage.
0: Totally, I say.
1: Um, but anyway, some like roles that you like found like, oh my gosh, I need this person.
0: I think a lot of live stuff, not kissing your ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's
1: not where I was. I was going.
0: No, but seriously, I think a lot of live stuff because I th- also think that's where I like lack so much knowledge. Yeah, you know, like live is not my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just like a lot of the. You know, beyond beyond like a drummer and a guitar player and a keys whatever, like <laughs> like front of house. Yeah. Tour manager. Oh my god, tour manager. Mm. Life saving. Love you, Mitch. Love you, Joey. Love you. Um <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. Um playback, which you do, but is like also something that like you know, will not be your job at some point. Um, 2028. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're looking 2030. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so much stuff. So some. much stuff. We don't have one, but guitar tech. Oh, yeah. Like, even just, like, being on stage now. Totally. And being like, oh, my God, I got to take the guitar off and put it on a stand. Like, that's such a waste of my energy <laughs> right now. You sure, know? yeah, yeah. So I feel like there's just like so much stuff that you don't think about that mm. makes things run so smoothly. Totally. Lighting, yeah. Photographer. Mm. Um, we did the Charlie tour. Actually, we did the first tour too with no photographer. Yeah. Um, and it was horrendous. Mm. The next day, I would go. Well, what do I post? You know, how <laughs> do I let people know that I've played a show? Yeah. Um. Literally. So. I. I it sounds trivial but it's so important yeah um
1: shout out becca shout out, out henry
0: shout out becca shout out henry shout out um it's everybody yeah <laughs> yeah so many yeah
1: let me ask you about this new role that you're sort of getting into now um or that you're sort of onboarding on your team now um as a creative director yeah how do you think your life is gonna change after that?
0: It's already so much better. Mm. Oh Shout out God. Dylan. Dylan, my my angel Dylan.
1: Dylan Matthews?
0: Yeah. 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 Great. Um He's so great. It's so amazing because yeah. like even for like Elio's Inferno, I was planning that, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. and I I mean it's nice to have somebody to like brainstorm stuff with. Yeah. Um, being like, is this a good idea or is this just cheesy? Or, like, how can we make this better? Mm -hmm. But beyond that, like, me not having to, like, waste my time trying to be like, okay, well, um, like, who's shooting it and where are we going to shoot it and how much is that going to cost and, um, you know, who's styling it, hair and makeup, um, like, so much stuff. Yeah, it's like... Typography. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's beyond. So I think, like... We've, we're, like, just at the beginning mm-hmm. of working together, and it's already been so amazing because, like, I can go, we can discuss ideas, and then he'll go, okay, I'll call you in a week. I'm going to talk to some people.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. my God.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. You're going to do it for me? That's great. And then you're going to come back with the best possible person to do the job? Yeah. Incredible. Love it. There you go. Um. So... Yeah, no, it's it's been really great. I'm excited to see like what we can do together and and how much less stressful it's gonna be because, <laughs> dude, like music videos and artwork shoots and and stuff like that. I love doing it, but when you have to be in charge of it, yeah, yeah, it's so totally. stressful.
1: I even remember last year, like we were on tour, and I mean, you're still st- sort of doing it sometimes now, but l- way less this time around. Mm-hmm. I remember last year you were like planning stuff the next day after we were getting back from tour. It was, like, the specific music video or yeah. photo shoot situation that was happening but be- between different shows in Toronto. Oh, totally. Um, so, like, having that out of your hands is, like, yeah, really great.
0: Yeah, it's so great.
1: Um, what's different in the industry now than when you started three years ago? This is a very general question. Mm. Like, wh- where do you think, like...
0: People can leave their homes. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh... What is different? I mean, I feel like, I hate to say it, TikTok. Yeah. You know? That was, like, when I first released My Friends Online, that was, like, TikTok's, like, initial, like, music vibe, you know? Mm Because everybody was, it was the first week of lockdown, so I feel like everybody was just, like, looking for something. Yeah. And I feel like that was kind of like the year of the TikTok heyday. So I feel like that, which, not gonna lie, hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Um, but I think like, yeah, it's great for some artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think it's made it really hard to kind of sift through, not not good artists, but just like shit that's not your bag. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to listen to a lot of stuff that you're like. Oh, that was ass. Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: totally. Do you think like quality and qual quantity and quality are kind of like being messed up now? Like, how, what's good? What's just on Tik? What's just good on TikTok? What's just good? Like, right. What's like? What's like? What is good now? Mm, is I be- feel
0: like everything's a lot more generalized, in my opinion. Like, I yeah. feel like, yeah, I feel like stuff's either so generalized or like. Yeah really specific. Yeah. And there's not much in between. Sure. I don't know if it's TikTok or I don't know if it's social media or I don't know if it's just like the way the world is right now or playlisting and stuff like that. But I think there is just like it's really hard to sift through and find something that you like um, and to find something different and to find something that isn't trying to be another thing. Yeah. You know, I think that's really hard, and I don't, I don't know if it's just me being cynical, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, I don't listen to a whole lot of like new new music. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. like a few songs. Yeah. But like even like for for Ice Spice, I know that entire song, <laughs> but I think I know maybe one other Ice Spice song. Right. You know. Yeah. So I feel like that's just the way to, and I'm sure people s- like say that about my music. They probably know fucking Charter. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And like that's like the way the music is now in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. feel like not many totally. people love an artist or yeah. like
1: the entire discography kind of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. I feel like it's really really rare. Um and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I have no idea. There you go. So, Yeah.
1: What's what's uh what's missing in the scene right now? Anything like big that's missing? I know it's like if you have the answer Right. Like you're winning, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like, what's like, what's like lacking right now? Like, what's like,
0: hmm, I feel like, what is lacking right now? I feel like someone that like people are like interested in as a person. I feel like we haven't had one of those in a while. I feel like Billy maybe was the last one. Interesting. You know, like someone okay. that people are like, I want to know everything about them. Like, right. like, Ariana Grande, a Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like people get so invested in like an artist and I feel like I haven't had that in a while. Like a new one.
1: Yeah. Why do you think why do you think people wanna know more about these people? Is it because of like they're they're authentic? Is it because like they don't necessarily show a lot of the behind the scenes, so you wanna know the behind the scenes? Is it like
0: Yeah, I think like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think some people are just intriguing and some mm-hmm. people are, like I think a, a lot of it has to do with like growing up with them. Yeah. Maybe starting early. Yeah. Like Billy, Mhm. Ariana. Ariana Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of it is like growing up with them and like watching them be messy. Yeah. And then Bieber? Yeah. Huge one. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so like maybe that's it. I have no idea, but then also like there's there has been like, you know, older ones that I feel like people are really invested in. Um yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. some artists, some artists are just super intriguing as like a person. Yeah. Um.
1: Now, what do you think should be scrapped from the industry? What do you think like should be like, 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 like let's not do this anymore. Let's just like.
0: Ah, uh, uh, that's tough. So. It's so hard. Yeah. Because like. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I feel like uh, I mean I think people should stop trying to make things like that other people have done.
1: Okay. Like blatantly though. Blatantly. Like.
0: And like Yeah. And like every time. (laughs) You know? Sure. I I think like I don't know. Okay, okay. Actually, maybe this is a good one. I feel like people who make music to be influencers or, like, people who... Not, like, in the sense that, like, you know, Addison Rae was an influencer and she makes music. Like, I think she's a queen. I think I want her album now. Right. You know? I mean, like, if if you are... I don't know. I feel like there's too many mid-level people that aren't passionate about making music but are musicians, you know? <sighs> Why? why yeah just be an influencer yeah just be an influencer or I don't know I just feel like there's a lot there's so much noise I hate the noise yeah um but I don't know it's hard to nail though because like some of, some of those artists are really great mm-hmm. some of them make really great music you know or that gives a lot of opportunities to producers and songwriters to like you know make money yeah um so I don't know
1: one last one before we go into another topic what should artists know about more um as in like things that if you were starting it now start starting out now what would you want to learn about like first anything kind of like like pub or like sync or like mm. like how how to get into
0: uh um, writing
1: cans or like some something like
0: i would say I yeah, I would probably say like um like pub or master like like knowing your
1: knowing your rights.
0: Knowing your rights, definitely. Um getting a lawyer. Yeah. I think that's a really big one. The first person I hired was my lawyer, and mm-hmm. I think that was like a great move. Yeah. Um because I feel like I would be screwed over a million times by now if I didn't have my lawyer. Yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, I think like being smart without being patient I think is a really big one. Mm-hmm. I think like there were so many times where I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to sign a record deal to have a bunch of money right now. Right. Um, and I think like that can be really easy to do. Um, so yeah, learning your rights, being smart with your money, um, yeah. I think it's super important. Mm-hmm.
1: All that business stuff,
0: business stuff. Yeah, because you can make the best music in the world, but you know, like yeah, you
1: can get screwed over. Like you can get screwed over.
0: You can waste all your money. You can, you know, never release anything because you don't have the tools to do it. Yeah. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. For those who don't know, what's like next for you? What's like what's your dream? What's like in like two or three years? What you what would you want to have like accomplished?
0: International world domination. Um, uh, I mean, I'm working on an album. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I think it's kind of public knowledge. I don't know. I haven't announced it. Yeah. Um, but I'm working on an album. Um, so I really want to have that out. Yeah. Um, that would be fun. I really want to do like a, as much as I hate touring, a big tour. Yeah. You know, I want to do like the full thing. Um.
1: Meaning, like, multiple, like, like North America, Europe, yeah. Asia-type vibes, or, like, it, not even, even... like,
0: even North America in its fullest extent. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, true, yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like it's been... That's been, like, the most challenging part, I think, as an independent artist, is, like, being... Like, having to be really smart with where we play and when we play and... Yes, yeah. ...how we play, because I don't have... Hundreds of thousands of dollars to throw away to play some venue in, you know, Utah. Sure. I'd love to <laughs> I'd love <laughs> to like whoa If, yeah, knew, if anyone, if anyone yeah. wants to pay me butt tons of money to go to Utah. I'll <laughs> do it But like it's like really hard to have to be like, okay So we're gonna do LA and then San Fran and like look at my Spotify cities and go these are my yeah. biggest cities So sure. and these are the ones on the way like we can't we can't go twelve hours this way because that's gonna cost this much money and, you know, time, gas, yeah. hotels. Yes, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd really love to do like a full tour, um, and tour the album and and
1: do it right. Do You'll it properly. Right. Do it like Yes. Yeah. yeah. As as much as it pains to travel.
0: Yeah, as much as I hate traveling. <laughs> I know I'm so no. I'm, I hate myself
1: no no, I, I no, I, I, I do hate agree. traveling
0: <laughs> but next year I want to travel for half of it
1: yeah. no but I, I I do agree in a way that it's like I think it needs to get done yeah like at a, at a certain moment like it needs to just and
0: when it's good like uh, when it's good it's great you yeah. know like when I'm there and I'm like I'm able to be face to face with people that listen to my music and like really make that connection it's amazing yeah. You know, and like it, it is really it's disgusting to say, but it's all worth it. Yeah. Once you're like there and actually playing the music, mm-hmm. um. So yeah, uh, I I loved touring, but I, I hate traveling. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: any other things in regards to just like not necessarily recording or touring, anything else that you you want to get like accomplished or just like like daydream about, like in your just like in your in your like spare time or like.
0: Um I do want to become more of a songwriter which for others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Um which I've like started to kind of do in the last few months but mm-hmm. um I haven't really done. I do really I really want to like just write something that's not for me. Um that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. A we're looking at, like, pub stuff right now. I don't know if I can say that. I'm just going to say it, though. We're, mm-hmm. l- like, looking at publishing and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so I'd love to, like, you know, just, like, get in rooms with different people that aren't writing a song for me because <laughs> I feel like that's fun Yeah. in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. it's low pressure. Like, it's not my song. I yeah, don't yeah. have to think about every word and what it represents to right, me right, as an right. artist and a person, and, you know?
1: Right. so. Do you find yourself, like, sometimes, like, you're at home and you're, like, well, I could be doing stuff, but I'm just, like, hanging? Uh...
0: (laughs) No. No, because when you're an artist, even when you're in your off time, you're just thinking, you know? Like, you're you're thinking about, like, what you want to say or what is happening in this part of the song or, you know? Like, um... Has this visual been done before, or, I don't know, I feel like there's no, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm never sitting there going, well, what do I do with myself today, you know, like, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, there's always something for me to do. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
1: Hello, everybody, welcome back. We, um, it's really warm in here. It's so (laughs) fucking hot in here. It's crazy it's uh 22 degrees in Toronto right now it's mid- no
0: it's more than that is it actually it's more 26. than 26 oh my
1: gosh look at look, look 25 it's 25
0: 25 that's insane though
1: You yeah, like last week it, it snowed yeah it's crazy anyway it's, it's April with mid-April right now this is coming out next week so it's not right. there's not too much of a delay right. but we're back with uh, Elio Charlotte hi Lee. hello um we're about to do the producers' game, a fan favorite so game of ours. For, um, for those who don't know what the what the producers' game is, and you also don't really know what it is either, wow. no it's um, I'm asking you what your dream album is. Interesting. But I'm, I'm actually I'm asking you your dream album, but different roles of those dream albums. Okay. So I'm asking you who who would the artist be. Who would the producer be? So it wouldn't
0: necessarily be me.
1: No, it doesn't need to be you. <gasps> oh,
0: cool. So who,
1: who, <gasps> who yeah. so who the artist is, okay. who the producer is, yep. who the band is, like who's playing on it.
0: Oh, that's going to be a tough one for me. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. Okay.
1: The studio, the city. So the oh. studio doesn't need to be necessarily in the city like that it's in. So you could bring, oh, like, you
0: could bring a studio to. Yeah.
1: You, my, my example is always like you could bring Abbey, Abbey Road, Road to New York right. or something. Right. Uh,
0: I don't know many studios either, but I'll just pull one out of it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the era of the album and the budget.
0: Oh, so you can do like 70s or?
1: Yeah, 70s or. Interesting.
0: Uh, okay. And
1: budget. And then for you specifically, this is a Cloud Machine exclusive. I'm adding creative director
0: to the
1: uh, producer's game. So who would be like creative directing? The whole who thing. would have like a another say on it? Okay. All right. Me. There you go. It be <laughs> you. <laughs> other other than you. Um, oh, okay, so I'll you're basically it. executive producing this kind of.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. You okay. know. Got you, got you, got you. So Can I pick the final songs that you end c- up on yeah. the album? Yes, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. It could all be your songs,
1: <laughs> so you get the p- anyway. he- <laughs> Uh So we'll be right back with uh, Elio, and um, yeah, we'll just give her some time to do it. And we're back. This was a great process to just even see you doing this. This is <laughs> writing it down. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What do you have? Uh, I was like, wait, I don't want to see anything. Um. So what do you think? Please walk us through this, Um. this, this board here. Okay.
0: Okay. I'll hold it. Artist.
1: Artist. Okay. Classic. F- Taylor Swift. Okay. T-Swift.
0: Have to, have to. All songs written by me and Taylor. Okay. 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 <laughs> sure. Producers. Yeah. We got the classics. George and Maddie from
1: 1975.
0: Okay. Ian Kirkpatrick.
1: <laughs> Icon.
0: Icon. I'm thinking just together, they're just going to make something so interesting. You know, Ian, pop king. Yes. You know, okay. George and Maddie, pop, but a little alternative. Yeah,
1: For for those who don't know Ian Kirkpatrick, who, who has he worked with?
0: Um, He's worked with, Dua Lipa, he did, like, Don't Start Now. Mm-hmm. Selena Gomez, he mm-hmm. did Look At Her Now. Mm. Um, big Now guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Derulo. Hey, um, TikTok King. <laughs> yeah, well, like, old Jason um, uh Who else? So many people. Anyway,
1: big, like, more of, like, a, like streamlined, like, pop, like, mainstream big, vibe. Big pop
0: guy. Yeah. Big Top 40 energy. Mm. But Um, with George and Maddie from the 1975. With George and Maddie, really. My absolute dads. Yes. (laughs) Um
1: and then the band. The
0: band is also the 1975. Oh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know a lot of like individual musicians. Yeah, that's fine. Um so (laughs) I'm gonna just say, you know what? The the world needs Adam Han on a Taylor Swift song.
1: That's crazy. You know? And Ross. Ross? Woo!
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely tearing up that bass. John Woff? Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god. I didn't it even was... think external <laughs> band members were included. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the 1975. Okay. Um, because you know what? They're naturally, they're naturally gonna play right. because they're producing. They're
1: working together, the yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I feel like especially with like me, Taylor. In nineteen seventy five, like it's, I feel like it's gonna be all very mm. in the room, you know. Yeah. Like, like your
1: album, like this is like a dream r- record.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, <laughs> like we are, we are getting in that room at like eleven a.m. and by by six p.m. we've got two songs done. There you done, go. Done. Ready there. to go.
1: <laughs> studio.
0: Studio. My studio.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> my studio cuz yeah. that's that makes sense. Yeah. I'm actually going to build one just for this.
1: Yeah, but, um, it's Sienna. <laughs> but it's in Siena. But it's in Siena. So it's your studio. Yeah. But in Siena. But it's in Siena. Yeah.
0: Um because I love Siena and I think it's good vibes all around. There you go. And the food is impeccable and I think <laughs> uh I don't know. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. Creative director. Me and Dylan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean why not?
0: Can you tell I have control issues? I'm like, I'll write the songs. We're probably all going to produce together. Um It's going to be at my it's place. It's going to be at my place and I I'm d- doing all the visuals. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um no, me and Dylan because um I think we're killing it right now.
1: Okay. Um, oh, a little teaser for the next record.
0: Yeah. Um shout out Dylan. But yeah, so me and Dylan are going to absolutely slay that. He's going to take all the photos. Yeah. Please. Um And okay. Yeah.
1: Era? This is a crazy answer. Era. In the the best way possible. (laughs) Era is 2016. Uh, One year.
0: Is that not the best year of most people's lives?
1: Honestly, no. But (laughs) (laughs) Probably not 11th grade for me. Um, Uh, Very tough. This is your first year of university.
0: Yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend. (laughs) I discovered pop music. I got together with my boyfriend now. Okay. Um. I, uh, yeah. Maybe. Well, here's the thing. I chose 2016 because some of my favorite albums came out in 2016. Whoa. Yeah, okay. or at least 2015. I would say 2015, 2016. Hmm. Um. And I just think that era, for music, 2016, was a really good vibe.
1: Mm. Maddie wouldn't have been in the greatest condition in 2016. No, no, no. no. uh, Definitely
0: 2023 Maddie with 2016. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Music, yeah. 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 Um,
1: And then, to go to the budget, I'm surprised you went $20 As in, that's the cap. Like, as in, as in...
0: (laughs) Well, anything about, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You have too much of a budget... This guy's alone. Right, has got no. You know, twenty million. You have to give yourself a threshold. Right. Um. So, <laughs> twenty mil, I think, is a good. You know, is this touring the album though too? Nah, no, it's not. Just, it's just, the just making the album. <laughs> yeah. Um. So See, yeah, you, about to be
1: changed with yeah, the yeah, we're actually us.
0: We're we're taking the entirety of Siena and <laughs> we're making it a studio. Um. So, yeah, big budget energy for yeah. Sienna. Um yeah, I don't know, 20 million well we're going to need a time machine to go back to 2016.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's at least 15 million right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then I mean, you know, Maddie's probably a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Not George. Per hour. Yeah. Not George.
1: We get not Charlie. <laughs> um okay. So that was great. That was a great <laughs> that was a great purchase game. Um, ah,
0: that's a that's a great album. That's a
1: great album. Do you want to take oh, a pick? Oh. We can take a pick after.
0: Can you smile? That's so good. The perfect album.
1: Honestly. Wow. Anyway, we'll have to take a look at your studio, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. Producers game, everybody. Yay. Woo. Anyway, that's basically about it. That. Thanks for being on the podcast, of uh, episode 13 of, of the Clown Machine podcast. Um, have anything to add before we wrap it up?
0: Um, <laughs> are you going to go rehearse? Yeah. For the show on Friday. The last Friday. Yeah, last Friday. Basically. Um, but um, it's the last show of the Inferno Tour, and I'm very excited for the new era.
1: Hey.
0: Which is in the works. Yeah,
1: I can't really say anything about it right now.
0: Yeah, I can't, can't speak on it right now. Yeah. It's all top secret. Under wraps, so. NDAs,
1: you know the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Respectfully. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for everybody who's listening in. Yeah. It was great to have you. Great to talk about your um, of love of whales. I didn't know you were a big, like, um, marine biology person. Yeah, love Um, that. Then coming to Canada. Mm -hmm. And then um, just your creative process and Mm -hmm. what you want to do, what you got going on. The producer's game, highlight. Probably one of our best ones yet, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, saying all these nice things about uh, Nate and
0: I. Yeah. Well, you.
1: Well, yeah, not Nate. Not Nate. Anyway... (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll talk uh, very soon.